Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We've decided we're going to get a new catchphrase. Which one are we going to go with? Well, we've got we've got quite a few suggestions here. Hmm, that was a mixed bag, I seem to have noticed on, on social media. Okay, well, I'm going to put some of them to you now. This is from okay, Stu. Right. The thrill of victory, the agony of defeat, rock and roll football, your Saturday's complete. Ah, nice. It rhymes. That's always good. Ford and Dyson, not a car or a vacuum. We're live. From Rob. <laughs> That's nice. This one's from Mark. When the ball gets kicked into the long grass, who do you send to get it back? That's correct, the two mats. They know their place, and at 2pm on a Saturday, it's all about rocking and rocking football. <laughs> it's a long catchphrase, isn't it, that one? <laughs> yeah, I think you meant it's... rocking and rolling football. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, rock and rock football. Rocking and rocking football. Mm. Something about them both being mats, but they're not to be walked on, says Tracy. I like the fact that she hasn't even made the effort to... <laughs> that's good, though. I think that's the best one, actually. Yeah, but... Despite the lack of effort. That's more a suggestion for us uh, for us to formulate. Anyone else has sent so, in a fully formed thing? She's going to ask so something about like, that. You guys figure yeah. it out. It'll be like you'd say, welcome to the Rock and Roll Football podcast. We're both mats, and then I'll say... But we're not to be walked on. Ooh, I think okay. that could work quite well, don't you think? Okay, well, you like that one. One last one. Rock and roll football. Gout, clout, and you. <laughs> That's good. I like it. Well, what do you prefer? Um, it's the mats or the gout one, I think. Uh, but I think I think the mats is a simple okay. catcher. Because the, the, some of them are too long. I love the rhyming and everything, but some are a bit too long. That snappy one about mats, I think, could work. Okay, great. Well... That's what it is. So should we should we try it out? Okay, yeah, let's give it a go. Hang on, which one did you pick? How did it go? Uh, so um, you just you say welcome to rock and roll football. Um, we're both mats. Okay, great. Two mats. And then you do the rest, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Welcome to rock and roll football with the two mats. But we're not to be walked on. Love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Enjoy the show. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. The Wolves-Brentford game is absolutely sensational, Dyson. Sounds very exciting. Brentford 2-0 up, uh, but down to 10 men in the second half. Uh, Surprising. Ivan Tony sounds like he's only a good game. He's got an assist and a goal from the penalty spot. Yeah, and uh, I don't know how Wolves haven't scored yet. It's incredible. They're going absolutely ballistic in these last 10, 15 minutes. So we will keep you updated on that as things develop a whole load of other fixtures today. And here's Dyson to preview them. Yes, foot and ball and rock and roll is all my brain and body need. <laughs> and you'd have to be a blockhead not to get excited about nice. this red-hot Premier League action today. Three o'clock kickoffs on a Saturday afternoon haven't looked this good in a long time. Will Pep do some more of his trademark intense and angry shouting at expensive wingers at the Etihad as Man City play Southampton? Everyone says how great he is at coaching players. He just looks like quite an annoying, short-tempered, nitpicking boss. I think we'd clash. Uh, I mean, our fellow successful, eccentric, European Bond villain-esque manager Jurgen Klopp will be at Anfield for Liverpool against Palace. Elsewhere, a big week for Sean Dyche. The worm-eating Gruffalo <laughs> has signed a new four-year deal at Burnley despite not having won a game all season. Talk about low expectations. Seriously, no, he will he will probably keep them up this season. And that's the main thing. He's been at the club since 2012 uh, and, and is now the longest-serving manager in the Premier League. Wow. Stability is key. If you listen 
interesting forest owners. Uh, another team that hasn't had a win all season is Norwich, rock bottom, played for, lost for. A team hoping the Timu Pookie party can get going again. P Don Q. Uh, Delia Smith versus Elton John in the battle of the showbiz divas. Poor Elton has hurt his hip after a fall, so Delia just needs to drop another boozy Let's Be Avenue halftime rant to secure the win in this one. And the East Midlands football scene is in crisis. We'll have all the latest from the Championship Nottingham Forest who get through managers at the same rate my kids get through school shoes. A new pair every six months if you need context. Away at Huddersfield, while fresh from going into administration, Derby faced Stoke. But even with a points deduction, they wouldn't be too far behind their local rivals. What a state. The pair of you. Sort it out. And this could be the end of the line for our glory hunting with National League glamour club Wrexham. After defeat in midweek at Grimsby, they face top of the table Dagenham and Redbridge. Foot and ball and rock and roll is all my brain and body needs. Foot and ball and rock and roll <laughs> are very good indeed. And it's live. <laughs> Yes, Dyson! Woohoo! Had to, had to pat it out at the end there. Oh, we noticed. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, Dyson, you mentioned the crisis at Nottingham Forest. Of course, Chris yeah. was fired after the Cardiff game. Mm-hmm. We lost 2-1. Um, yeah. It's just so depressing what's happening at Forest. One point. Played seven, <sighs> lost horrible. six, drawn one. one That's horrible, nog. isn't it? Um, yeah, this, cri- this crisis has been going on for many, many years. <laughs> we'll never get, get out of the championship. Do you get any comfort at all from Derby uh, on the verge of being deducted 20 yeah, I mean, points? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, no, it's quite sad to see any clubs being mismanaged to the extent they appear to have been. Um, but, yeah, it takes the edge off slightly, doesn't it? <laughs> it does a bit. It does a little bit. But, I d- you know, you don't want to... It's just bad news, isn't it? You, you wish it's bad news all round. We're all suffering, you know. We're in not that much better a state, so. You but know, it does take relate. the edge off. I have to admit, <laughs> it does take the edge. At least it, it it, more to more, just that people aren't talking about how bad Forest are for five minutes. It's just that. Yeah. Go, oh, don't yes. you're in a state, so you go. At least the bully's not picking on me. You know, yeah, I get exactly. to keep my dinner money today we, and have a. Yeah, exactly. We can just sort of go under the radar, climb out of the relegation zone, and get on with it. Yeah, okay. we can have a. I can today. I can have my turkey drummer chips and spaghetti hoops. Yeah, yeah. That was my favourite <laughs> yeah, school dinner. Right, I don't know what yours was. Dinner, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I used to like that. Um, I think probably, yeah, it was chips, beans and whatever there was going with that, really. I'd say generally sausage. Oh, nice. Like mm. a trip to the seaside. But, yeah, just loved the, the fish, the chips and beans in school dinners. Oh. Was, oh, the ultimate comfort food. It's, it's right? so good. We should mm. go for chips and beans one day. We should do that. We should definitely do that. <laughs> Talking of school kids, do you said your kids are getting through a pair of shoes every six months earlier. Yeah, that's how they go, because they grow out of them very quickly, and they, you know, they're pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah but you know what my mum did was buy mm. shoes that were too big. So she solved the problem at both ends. So um, I would wear shoes that were too big, Mm-hmm. then they would be the right size. Then when yeah. they got two big, so my plim soles especially, she would then just cut 
the toe bit off so my feet would then stick out the front. <laughs> so wow. I would get, I mean, you know, I would get like a year and a half out of a pair of plimsolls. Wow. That's quite a good visual representation of how Forest are at the moment. Forest and Derby were like a pair of shoes with the tops cut off. Yeah. <laughs> would you ever do that to your children? No, I would not. No. What's the most embarrassing thing you've done That's to true. your kids? Have they ever said, um, Daddy, you're embarrassing? Oh, you know? yeah. Best. I mean, my eldest daughter gets embarrassed constantly, but we were on a Zoom call and she got a gold award in an assembly, oh. right? So the whole school are watching this sort of Teams or Zoom call. And uh, every, every parent's got their mics muted, but when Bess got a gold award for being a good girl, I said, yes, get in there, Bessie. And my mic was unmuted and she, and I thought she'd go, oh, that's nice to hear daddy's voice, but no, mortified because <gasps> everyone, everyone was laughing going, your dad's got his mic on, what idiot. <laughs> He's a broadcaster. <laughs> it was so embarrassing for a poor girl. Well, text us on 81215. What's the most embarrassing thing your parents ever did to you? Dyson, I think you and I are the only two absolute radio presenters not on the Isle of Wight. Yes, I know. Yeah, it looks like they're having a great time, doesn't it? I don't know why we didn't get an invite. Uh, I've got FOMO. <laughs> yeah, did you see Bush and Richie DJing on the main stage last night? They had an amazing time. You know what? I've just had an idea. Next year, mm. rock and roll football live. OK. You're we right, could so do it live from the Isle of Wight. On the, on the main stage. I mean, is there enough to keep people interested? I mean, you know, what, what, I suppose we could have a real-life air horn, couldn't we? Yeah, you and know, what we, we could have is like a Viddy printer with the scores coming up. We could. Oh, yes, on a big screen. Yeah, yeah we could show amazing. whatever game's on. Mm-hmm. And Actually, then in, yeah, you're right. In between the songs, really you and good. I could do stuff, you know. Yeah, oh, let's do it, mate. Let's make it happen. Let's Live rock and roll football coming to a festival soon. Why wouldn't that? That would work. I think it would work, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it'd be okay, wouldn't it? Well, I mean, yeah, we could have Roy's rants live. Could do also. Imagine, imagine this Roy's. bants with a, with with a thousand people, hopefully laughing at it. <laughs> yeah, it would be intense, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, it would literally be in a tent. It'd yeah. be a festival. Yeah, big top. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think that's yeah. as good as the puns are going to get in this bit. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't do it live. Actually, it's a terrible yeah. idea. Full this would be a real imagine low it. moment. It would be a low live. moment. Oh. <laughs> if we did it live, we're like God, this is going to be incredible. Imagine the atmosphere, and people would just yeah. like what. What is this? They started booing already. They're Imagine I'm just going, please, shh, we're live on the radio. Don't do that now. <laughs> oh, he's throwing a glass oh. or something at me. I don't think it's oh, lager. No, no, it's warm. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Dyson, what did you do last night? Uh, I realise I asked you that like I had <laughs> intel. What did you do last night? I did very little, to be honest. Um, I went to uh, I went to school uniform shopping with the kids because they're we're late starting school because they've just found a school. Um, um, and then um, what, is, that, what? You mean you've just got them into one? Not they've been walking around in circles? Yeah, yeah, we've just got them into one. Yeah, because we've only just moved to a new area. Uh, but yeah, then very little. I just sort of. Uh, Went to bed about ten o'clock. Quite quite boring. Why? What did you do? I so here's the thing. I'm I'm home alone because um, okay. uh, my girlfriend's gone to Scotland for a fortnight. Okay. What I do when I'm alone in the house um, 
Well, I won't go into full details, but <laughs> what I do is <laughs> I, um, well, I eat a lot more. Is what I was meant. No, wait a minute. I think, don't you? Don't you? I think I know what you do. Yeah, go on. I think I know what you. You eat a really hot curry. Yes. And then you watch a horror film. Yes, to yes, yes, yes. Well, that's a weird, yeah. weird tradition. That yeah. Oh well, my word. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise I told you that before. So I watched last yes. night the Forever Purge. Oh, is that what number they are now in the franchise? I think that's the fourth. The fourth Purge. Wow. Oh, I love Purge films. Because <laughs> they feel like it might happen. It's not like, you yeah, know, with zombies, you're like, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. But with Purge, like, there's yeah. people out there and they would shoot you if they got the chance. It Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yes. no, what? Slightly sort of Black Mirror dystopian future that you never know if a few things went the wrong way, it could happen. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. it could. Yeah. So I was watching that last night with all the lights off. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> shivering on the city in fear. It was so much fun. Fun, <laughs> but you know what I thought on these. Never fa- felt so alive. If you're not familiar with the Purge <laughs> franchise, basically yeah. the conceit is or the premise is that in America every year one day all crime is legal, yeah, and literally concept, any yeah. crime is legal. It's, it's really dark. It's scary. But yeah. what they never show you on these films is anyone leaving America on the day. You think well, you just um, get out of town, you just hide in the hills. And then yeah. I thought, you know, what my first thought was I would go and hide in the mountains with a flask of tea and some chocolate digestives yeah. and then I thought well if they caught me and I died tea and chocolate digestives would be my last meal wow. but then I think actually that's, I'm pretty cool with that it's quite comforting, isn't it? You know, it's a comforting, warm sort of hug in a mug way to go, isn't it? Really, a cup of tea and a dunked digestive or two. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's what not would your world, if, if you were in a purge situation, running for your life? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what would your final meal be? I think uh, yes, yeah, so you'd have to lock the house up. You know, you'd have to seriously lock it up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Really fortify your house or your flat or whatever. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Yeah, probably. Yeah, go to the hills is probably the best bet. Um, I think yeah, maybe I, w- I wouldn't have time to make a flask that's my only thing I'm thinking I don't think I'd have time for a flask I'd probably just grab a McDonald's drive through on the way <laughs> and, I'd, and I'd be like praying that they've got milkshakes at the moment it's like I want to go out with a large strawberry milkshake and like, oh we can't get them at the moment because of Brexit sorry but uh, yeah I'd just you know I'd be praying that the milkshake's on because I'd be happy with that a quarter pound with cheese and a milkshake great well yeah. text us on 8-12-15 if the purge ever becomes legal you have to flee to the hill what food would you take with you? Hashtag purge meals. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's going to be the fifth one. <laughs> Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Text us your purge meals to 8-12-15. This is the food you would eat if you were fleeing, well, a, a mob, a tooled up mob. <laughs> Hell bent on. Yeah. Legal. But let's not forget well, the premise yes. of the Purge films. Ooh. It is legal for them in the film to do what they do. Um, Stu's been in touch. Said his Purge meal, a meal that he would eat on the run from the baying mob, is two scotch pies, chips, beans, HP sauce on the pies, an excessive amount of chips, all washed down with a giant iron brew. Oh, and that's nice. from Stu. Iron brew, Stu. Deli- Scottish delicacy there. Amazing. Yes, that's what they'll be serving at COP26 in a few weeks when the uh, world's leaders descend on Glasgow for the important <laughs> yes. work of sorting out this planet's climate. Um, I mean, I think that's better than a packet of chocolate digestive. Because you know what's great about that is you'd be asleep, you wouldn't feel a thing. 
Yeah, it's certainly more substantial, isn't it? Brown sauce on pasta. So Scottish pies, are they are they got like haggis in them as well? Is that haggis in the middle or is it like, or is it some sort of other minced meat? It's, it's minced beef, yeah. Oh, is it? It's yeah, beef, oh, nice. yeah. yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Haggis obviously yeah. is stuff other than the meat, isn't it? It's, it's liver and long and all stuff like that. But, um, oh, yeah. Deliciously. All those spices, yeah. The spices, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe I'd have haggis then. You know what? I'd have a massive, mm. I've rethought this now, I'd have mm. a massive haggis, a massive pile of mashed potatoes, Masses some, of gravy, peas. Some neeps. Some neeps. No neeps. Yeah, well, some neeps. neeps then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then basically stuff that would just make me sleep. And then they'd find me. Either they'd think I was dead already, or if they did bump me off, I'd be like, oh, well, get to sleep a bit longer. <laughs> you know, I'd, be, I'd be quite philosophical about yeah. it. And then you have a nice long sleep, and you wake up in the morning, you go out of your cave, the purge is over, you can go back to your normal life. Yeah, get right, back to planning what you'd eat that time next year. <laughs> yeah. whole, it'd be like Christmas dinner. I'd be like, you know what? The best way to uh, deal with the purge is to kind of yeah. get away from it all, but also think about the little treats you'd give yourself. Yeah, make it into a culinary event once a year, a purge exactly. meal. Maybe that's the, what the seventh purge film will deal with. <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Uh, now, as you know, as part of our new Glory Hunters feature, we are following the, the fortunes of Wrexham. Mm. But only as regards to their Saturday results. They are undefeated yes. so far, so we're still following them. They're at home today to Dagenham and Redbridge. But here's the story so far. We decided to start supporting Wrexham after a public vote. They are undefeated so far in the league. I fancy Wrexham with home advantage at the racecourse ground uh, to do pretty well against Woking. I think they can beat Woking, surely. We would all hope so, but apart from our dear listeners in Woking... <laughs> It came in just before half-time, but a massive goal in the National League. Oh, have they scored? Sorry, have they scored? Have they scored? Wrexham are 1-0 up thanks to Davies on the 40th minute. Mm. Wrexham are still winning 1-0 since we started championing them. They've done very, very well indeed. What a run we're on. All the way to the Football League. Here we go. Well, they're still undefeated. They're nil-nil on a Saturday. They're still nil-nil at the moment with Dagenham yeah. and Redbridge. Obviously, there's 83 minutes to go, but... Yeah, oh, I like the way that the uh, the highlights montage featured me making a mistake and not knowing the score. That's nice. Uh, that, that's, uh, well, that's, that's what good. happened, Dice. We, did, we didn't edit <laughs> that in from elsewhere. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. Important... Well, you could have edited it out, you know, but... Well, where would the fun in that be? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're still holding on, but Dagenham and Redbridge are the best team in the league, I think. They're you know, the top of the table. It's a big ask. We really need to get everyone in the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club behind Wrexham today. Um, we're talking about what your purge meal would be, which sounds... Obviously, people talk about purging their insides, don't yeah, they? Yeah, their system. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't want to misunderstand. That's not what we're talking no, about. This isn't no. about what would you eat to make it's you not go. Like a ju- it's not a juice diet. No, no <laughs> exactly. This is about the film franchise. I watched the latest one last night, terrified myself in the house on my own. Is it any good? I mean, are they any good still? I remember what I watched. I love them. If you like them, you'll love it because it's, Mm. you know, the fear of vigilantes storming your property and being legally allowed to do to you whatever they like. Um, So, uh, my view is just head to the hills with some digestives and a cup of tea. Um, So, someone's been in touch said, My purge meal would be my mum's pasta that she makes, creme fraiche. Bacon, chicken, and broccoli. Oh, sounds yeah, good, doesn't it? Nice. Sounds Plus, good. simple, but a tub nice. of Ben and Jerry's, washed down with a nice cup of tea. Oh, so contrast of hot and cold there that I'm not sure. Maybe the tea after the Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, I suppose. But um, yeah, Ben and Jerry's would be a great one, wouldn't it? Cookie dough, surely. 
Or one of those ones with caramel in the core. <sighs> They're amazing, aren't they? They are amazing. So text us on 8-12-15. If you were on the run from legalised vigilantes... <laughs> What would you? What would you eat? <laughs> what would you eat? We, we should think We're of still that. going with this. A more football <laughs> angle on this. We'll try, but for now, Texas, what would you eat on the run? Eight or fifteen. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. There's a goal in the Premier League. No, there isn't. There's a goal in the no, National no. League. It's the National yeah. League. Oh, the National League. There's a goal in the National League. Wrexham. Very exciting. And Wrexham against um, Dagenham, Dagenham and Redbridge. Bridge. Yeah, let me just update my app. Just hit refresh. to find the National League. It's way down on the Sky Sports app. The National League is like, um, it's below a lot of European leagues and stuff. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's a goal. There's a goal. Wrexham have scored it. Paul Mullin has slotted it home. And that was the extra bit of support we gave them, you see. Just as we were talking about them, the power of the Rock and Roll Football Supporters Club, the Glory Hunters Club that we have now, put that ball home. Wrexham 1-0 up. We're talking about what food you would eat on the run. And maybe it is better to think of food you could just quickly grab rather than right, big meals yes. you'd cook. Or maybe you'd cook it in advance, stick it in some Tupperware and take it in so a is this what those um, the slightly bigger bags of crisps are for? You know, they call them a grab bag. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is what you've got to eat, a grab bag, because you're on the, on the go. Well, Denver Bar um, has <laughs> announced his retirement. Let's have a listen to what he might take <laughs> on the run. Yes, I know what he's going to say. I love syrup. Syrup? Yes. You know what is syrup? Yes. Why? Strawberry syrup. <laughs> it's just like that. How often do you have it? Every day, I need. I never. I never. I always, when I drink water, I put syrup in it. Is that good for you? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry syrup. Denver Bar loves the syrup, doesn't he? So is, is it like squash, this syrup? I'm guessing so. I, I think I, so, yeah. Yeah, I think the problem is the word syrup slightly throws you. I think it's a brand yeah. name. Yeah, right, OK, yeah. It reminds me of that famous old video of the old Aston Villa squad talking about what drinks they like. I think Gareth Southgate said he likes Ribena. And uh, Nigel Spackman had a, just a cup of tea. It was a, it, it was a massive viral hit back in the day, just uh, footballers talking about what drinks they like. Well, that's it. But with Denver Bar saying strawberry syrup, you think, is he just like robbed an ice cream van? And he's yeah. just putting that sort of red sauce you get on. I don't just see squirt. that anywhere else. He's lying down, squirting it into his mouth, yeah. Like Gaza when he scored against yeah. Scotland. <laughs> well, maybe you'd take strawberry syrup on the road with you. Oh, I tell you what would be great about strawberry syrup is you could, if, if, if the mob were coming for you, you could kind of spray it all over yourself and it'd look like you'd been... Already ah, attacked. And they go, okay, oh, it's all yeah. right, he's so dead. Leave him, leave him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's so good Denver Bar actually was a visionary. This, yeah, I think that interview was way before the franchise was even ever um, yeah, conceived. I think it was. It's quite an old one, isn't it? Yeah. It's very <laughs> clever. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure we can keep talking about this, really. What food would you eat if you're we fleeing move zombies on. or whatever? <laughs> we might um, need to move on at some point. Yes, I think shortly. Certainly, as Gavin in Coventry has just been in touch and said, surely the only meal would be the flesh of your neighbours. <laughs> Come on, Gavin. That's the purge meal. I don't, think, mm. I, I don't think yet in the purge films we've seen cannibalism. No, that's not legal, is it, during the purge? Everything's legal during the purge. <laughs> oh, everything, anything goes. Anything okay, right, goes. Well, that's what's so terrifying Gavin's right, about then. it. Yeah, Gavin's right. Do what but, you want. Yeah, but it's the fact that he says the only meal. I mean, Gavin, 
During the purge, you could just go and raid Frankie and Benny's. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Or other high street, you know, faux Italian-American chains. Massive goal in the championship. Yes, the dawning of a new era is upon us. Uh, Forrest with Stephen Reid in charge as a caretaker have scored a goal against Huddersfield, a diving header from Lewis Graben. They're 1-0 up, and could this be the start of something, Fordy? I really hope so. Obviously, we were 1-0 up against Cardiff and ended up losing that 2-1, so... Yeah, let's not get carried There is a concern there. There is a concern. We'll have to keep a clean sheet as well, and we're not particularly great at that so we'll see if we hold on to this lead but there's a goal in the Premier League as well at Carrow Road that's right Dennis has scored for Watford Emmanuel Dennis Denis probably pronounced Denis I suppose uh, at Norwich 1-0 up Watford you know what that's it written down you say Dennis the moment you hear Emmanuel you go oh it has to be Denis yes Emmanuel Dennis Emmanuel Dennis, yeah. Denis, yes. Like uh, Le Denis, the French fire engine, wasn't it? Yeah. What? Uh, Le- Les Dennis. I think that's what they used to call him in France, wasn't it? Le Denis. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what show that's from, but it's somewhere in my mind. Oh, there's another goal in the Premier League! Hit me, Fordy. What it's you got? It's Turf Moor. <laughs> oh. And it's not for Burnley, which means it's for <laughs> Arsenal. Oh, wow. And I think it's Erdegaard. Are you watching this one? <laughs> I love how you're meant to be updated and I know more well, look, you. It's not, even, it's not on the Sky Sports Vinny printer. Get I can't, BT I can't Sport. do it. You've seen how much that costs a month. You get everything <laughs> free. <laughs> I don't get that for free. Well, hey, look, who's, so look, they're one nil up. Arsenal one nil up at Burnley. Yeah, the video printer on Sky Sports is slower than ever at the moment. It really, it's not even come up yet. I think I might have to look in the Championship. Luton already three nil up against Swansea. Uh, don't is, start uh, talking about other games. Don't <laughs> well, try I can and, see like, that. I can see the other scores. I'm not a supply yeah. teacher. You can't mess me around. <laughs> well, I didn't do that Peterborough. over but I've done other stuff. <laughs> Peterborough scored against Birmingham after one minute. An own goal for Birmingham. What a start to the game there. But um, yeah, I mean, why has this goal still not come up Look, on my video Stop printer? talking Probably. about how the video printer doesn't work. This is a why radio show. Up? No one else cares. <laughs> why hasn't it come we up? to give the public the information. I mean, I've not seen confirmation of this goal yet. Oh, no one cares. It's 1-0. I'm telling you it's (laughs) 1-0. Doubting Dyson. It is a fact. It's going to come up as soon as we go to the end. There it is. Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Big goal in the Premier League. Matt Dyson won't know about it yet. (laughs) An equaliser for Norwich. You know what? I will know about it now because uh, after that last link... I checked my telly and it turns out I paused it for about a minute earlier. Oh, so I was watching in word. delay. I was watching in delay. Watching yesterday's telly. And I paused it to listen to Wayne Rooney's pre-match interview. And since then, I've been about a minute or two behind everyone else. Are you blaming it on Sky? You traduced <laughs> the good name believe, of Sky Sports video printer on it. this show. I, I dissed their video printer. It wasn't their fault at all. I listened to Rooney earlier, by the way. They found out about the club going into administration when it came up on the telly. They didn't. No one had told them beforehand. They only found out when it was on Sky Sports News. It's outrageous, isn't it? What a way to find out. I guess out. so, but it's market sensitive, isn't it? So it's true. You wow. can't like have people knowing that. Well, it would be nice to tell the manager of the club to give him some sort of inkling, wouldn't it, surely? It would, I agree. Um, but 
in other news, Derby are winning 2 0. Are winning 2 0, yeah. yeah. Um, so, two quick goals there. Second for Peterborough as well yeah. against Birmingham. Wow. Producer uh, Liam's a Birmingham fan, they're losing. Forrest is still that, winning, though. Yeah, and Timu Puki got that goal for Norwich. Surprisingly, the other games, the Man City Liverpool games, are all goalless at this stage. Yes, um, although Norwich, Watford, one all, Arsenal winning one nil away at Burnley. It, it feels like this is a bit of a day of turnarounds. Are Forest turning it around in the Premier League, or Arsenal? Sorry, turn it around in the Championship, and Arsenal turn it around in the Premier League. Are Derby turning things around? Mm, Obviously, those players think we've got to get twenty-one extra points this season. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a big ask. Good luck, lads. <laughs> Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio. Today's halftime entertainment is the fantastic Sean Walsh, whose new Back from the Bed tour rolls into Birmingham at the Old Rep Theatre tonight. Walsh, it must be so good to be back on tour. <laughs> it's lovely, yes, it's very good. The show, I've done two so far, and um, they've been wonderful. Great fun, good to get out of the house. Yeah, were you laughing at the way that I was talking there? I was, laugh- I was laughing at the, the excitement. I don't think the excitement measured up. I mean, I'm very happy to be on tour, but I, I don't think anyone is as happy about anything as you were in that question. <laughs> <laughs> I, couldn't really, I couldn't really meet that. I think that was unfair of you, actually, to be that excited to come in. Because you come in and you go, Walshie, how funny to be back on tour. For me to sound as if I'm as enthusiastic as you are, I have to go, yes! The reality is, it is also my job. So, you know, I'm very happy to be out there, but it pays the bill. Yeah, but you're, but man, you, I, I was, okay. I was telling our producer Liam, I was like, really, there's only you and Kevin Bridges that I've ever seen that I would say are unnaturally gifted at stand-up comedy. I don't know oh, if you'd agree with that. Nice. No, well, I, I, I don't. So part of me wants to go, oh, no, don't be silly, and then the other part of me wants to go, that's fantastic. Actually, if you could drop Kevin Bridges from that, that would really help <laughs> on the, the door sales. Yes. Well, thank you. Well, you're just incredible you, at it. I remember it. you once. You once. You once tried to teach me. Do you remember this? We did, there was a Channel Four show called Stand Up for the Week, which was incredibly popular with stand-up comedians. And <laughs> and I had to do a Gordon Ramsay impression once, and you you tried to teach me it. Do you remember this? Yes, I do remember that. I do. It was it was at that weird downstairs bar in Angel where you try out the material three days before the show. Yes. So, how, so remind me, how do you do a Gordon Ramsay? I don't know if this is what the show is for, but I mean... Well, it's really hard to do it without swearing, but I go, F me, come on. They're, it's rotten, you pillock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're mouldy. I've eaten here. <laughs> it's terrible. No wonder you still can't do it. No, you get the chin. No, you get the chin. It's not terrible. Great. But I think I did that thing as well. I was like, just go up on tiptoes while you're doing it and just sort of move your yeah. right hand in a sort of chopping... You know, that weird sort yeah. of hand thing he does. He's great. Oh, yeah, and then it was like the little sort of summaries you do where you go, he's got a great restaurant, he's got great staff, but can he pull it off? We're going to find out. You know, it was that kind of weird <laughs> staccato. We're promoting my impressions more than we we're promoting your tour, Sean. So tonight's the third night of the tour. When's your tour? When's your tour start, It starts in February with a week in progress at the Soho Theatre, and then we'll be on the road around the country. Um... 
But you, this is your... I don't know why you find the idea of me on tour so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a joke that it's even happening. <laughs> um, no, I'm sure there's a, a fantastic 20 minutes in there. You absolute oh. rotter! <laughs> right, stop it. Sorry about Dyson's getting upset now. It's like hearing mum and dad fight. Yeah, I don't like it, please. I'm stuck in the middle here. I don't know whose side to take. Well, mine! No, no, no. no. I, sh- I should just say, you've been very nice about me, and I would say, Matt, Matt Ford, to the listeners, Matt Ford is absolutely one of the best comics out there if you like that sort of oh! thing. Was coming. You know what? That was like standing there and just letting you punch me in the face. I knew it was coming and I didn't move. Okay, lads, break it up now. Come on, you've got to break it up now. Um, Nasty. Sorry. So, tonight is the third... Plug the tours. Yes. Grab control of the show. The problem is with this is that when you go, what's the show about? The show's a stand-up show, right? So it always frustrates me when I'm promoting. They go, tell us about the show. You're like, it's just funny. For about an hour and a half. I mean, I don't know if you want to expand on that. Well, no, I think that, that, that uh, you know, we've been away for a long time. And so you've had a, I've had a lot more time to consider this. And I think that, oh, it oh, sounds sort of, I can't think of the word without Here we go. caring. Oh. It sounds a bit mushy. It sounds yeah. a bit mushy. But I think you have all that time on your own, in, you know, in lockdown, and you, re- you realise what matters, and you realise how much, how much more you could have given of yourself, for, you know, for the audiences. And so I think the shows, this is without a doubt the best one, because I'm giving the most. And the audiences, mm-hmm. they feel it. Do you know what I mean? People know if you go, wow, this guy is really, you know, putting it into, I don't know what the top gear is. What's the top gear? Fifth. Fifth. <laughs> I think. Is it fifth? Yeah. yeah. Fifth. Fifth gear. There you yeah. go. Stick it in fifth <laughs> while she's in town. <laughs> yes, there you go. Oh, well, so, so it's the best oh, show you've wow. ever done, is what you're saying. I don't... I, I mean, what's lovely about having social media, one of the few good things about it, is that people get in contact and they say, oh, you know, we've been following all your tour shows, and it's so nice when they go, this is, you know, this is the best one, so... You know, don't don't take it from me. Take it from the people. Exactly. Why would Sean Walsh <laughs> lie about how good this show is? <laughs> He's an honest man. Sean, good luck with the rest of the tour. You're at the Birmingham Old Rep tonight and then Chesham, Br- Brighton, your former hometown, Bath. Yes. All sorts of Thank places. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute mess. <laughs> well, I can't wait to come and see the show. Shut up. Get off. <laughs> see you later, mate. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Second halves underway. Liverpool winning 1-0 at home to Crystal Palace. Norwich-Watford is one all. Burnley losing 1-0 at home to Arsenal. City-Southampton is 0-0. And Aston Villa-Everton kicks off at half five. For those of you who haven't paused Sky Sports News. (laughs) It's all right. I'm up to speed now. I'm, I'm back in real time. Oh, Dyson in real time. Do you remember when real time bus stops came in? (laughs) <laughs> what yes, a day that actually. was. It was life-changing, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, was I suppose... terrible at reading bus time tape. I just find them yeah. indecipherable. Yeah, they were so hard to cross-reference and then find out where you were on the day at that set time. Yeah, I mean, are they accurate real-time bus type bus uh, stops? Are they accurate? Sometimes I find they're not. Oh, here we go. Here it's comes the conspiracy theory. The theories. information can be misleading. Bill Gates <laughs> yeah. deliberately lying yeah. to people in Nottingham. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, the MSM. Down. 
the MSN will tell you that the real-time bus stops are telling the truth, but we know, right? Yeah, we know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, Dyson, in the week. Cristiano Ronaldo has only been back at Manchester United for about a fortnight. He's already moved house. Oh, yes. So, and I don't mean from Italy. I mean, this is now his second home in Manchester since he mansion. came back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. Mansion. Yeah. Chester United, more like. <laughs> anyway, he um, apparently moved from the original one that he was in because sheep were keeping him yeah. awake with their noise. Their loud boring first thing in the morning. That that woke him and his family up, and he wasn't getting enough rest that he needs. You know. I quite like to be woken up by the sound of sheep. Yeah, it'll be quite. I think it's quite relaxing, isn't it? Just a little bleating in the background of a, of a like working with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a morning. It's dawn's breaking. I think cockerels are the main ones you want to avoid if you're sort of near farmland. You just don't want to hear the the cockerel first thing in the morning, do you? That's the one to to get to move away from. But sheep's quite nice. But then goats goats don't get on with sheep, do they? Famously, so you know, and he's <laughs> because a goat. Oh, yeah. you know what? I would never have. Got got that <laughs> I was genuinely like yeah okay fine <laughs> great chat Dyson that's like small talk of course because you know what it's you know when I see like Messi as the goat it still takes me ages still, it does yeah me too yeah because actually I think it should out. be both it should be best of all time because you, you oh. but then I well, guess well. But that's well, still a word. That would still be confusing. It's too late but now. It's to say that decided. sheep don't get on with boats, you'd be like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would sound weird, yeah. I mean, it's too late to change it now, surely, unless you want to start something, start a campaign. Yeah, I'm just going to start saying boat instead of goat. I okay, great. Messi is the boat. That. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay um, <laughs> but it made me think, because we, we have an uneasy relationship with our animal friends as a species. <laughs> um, yeah, we do. To horrible what? to them. Well, yeah. Well, but they can be horrible to us. Have you ever yes. had any run-ins with animals? <laughs> um, I've been chased by sheep in fields in Derbyshire before, but I think the the worst experience I've ever had with an animal was with my dog, my my dog Bertie, because oh, I've no. never had a dog before. And I didn't know this happened, but something happened um, involving my dog that caused quite a it was quite a horrible incident right right so uh because he's a little boy he's about one and a half yeah he gets a bit excited from time to time and uh <laughs> i don't know how quite how to put this but yeah. that, the downstairs is sort of um, i think i've heard it referred to before i'm not sure if i can say this on air but check liam the producer's face if i can say can i call it a lip lipstick is oh, lipstick. i know what you mean yeah that's what people it's call it yeah, yeah yeah it's quite grim right uh, yeah so that that came out, right? Yeah. But then it didn't go back in. It and he couldn't get it back in. And and <laughs> well, that's the adv- the advice, if you look it up online, is to dip it in sugar water. <laughs> what? So yeah, so Katie, what? right? Katie's like dipping it in sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing happens. Nothing happened. And so we had to call the vets. And if you have to go to the vets to put it in on an emergency appointment, you have to pay a hundred pounds just to put just to put it back in its sort of cage. And, so how, and how do they do it? What's the answer? <laughs> well, amazingly, so I got in the car to take Bertie to the vets, and just as we got out at Vets for Pets, um, I took him out of the car, had a quick last check, and it had gone back in. <laughs> but, I mean, I just never knew this was such a problem, it not going back in. So, it was, okay. Uh, did you then oh. still have the vet's appointment, or did you save yourself? No, no, we could cancel the vet's appointment because it was like an emergency one, so it's fine. All's well that ends well, but it was out for about... 
It's about, oh my God, sound the, sound the air horn. It was out for about four hours. It's quite disturbing. <laughs> to get me out of this horrible story. Yeah. This is a new dawning for Nottingham Forest 40. They're now tuning up no at Huddersfield. And it's, it's all change. We're going to get off the bottom of the table, surely. When it happened today, uh, oh, amazing. Aline Nichols' own goal. Uh, but who cares? Forest are winning 2-0. And that's not a sight we've seen this season. Talking of sights we haven't seen for a while, has that, has that lipstick incident happened again <laughs> no it hasn't happened so again, it's just so. the once yeah it's happened once but i mean i just didn't know it ever happened and it's quite a disturbing experience okay well text us on eight twelve fifteen. what's your worst or indeed most disturbing experience with an animal <laughs> <laughs> oh we're gonna get in trouble for this brace yourselves it's time for the rock and roll football podcast I've had a lot of run-ins with geese over the years. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, they're quite scary, aren't they? Yeah, Keswick, down by the water there. Uh, into Keswick, uh, yeah. beautiful part of the Lake District. You know, crystal clear water that you want to drink. Besieged, plagued by geese and swan. And, uh, you know, you get those little bags of feed. You think, well, they're going to be great for them. I'm feeding them, one of them. So the day after my mate's wedding, just pursued me. Mm, like, it yeah. for me. You think, how do animals do that? I mean, not that all humans are the same, but you're like, why would you take against a man giving you food? I know, yeah, exactly. You should be grateful, really, shouldn't they? I mean, I know you're you not supposed be to more grateful. take food from strangers, I get that, but surely that doesn't apply to <laughs> geese being fed by fully grown men. No, they're very intimidating. Very intimidating, honking, honking geese running towards you. Scary, horrible. My daughter was once surrounded by ducks as well, in the same situation, no. feeding them, and yet they, they, were, they were surrounded her like a mob, and uh, she had to climb onto a, a wall to escape them. What? I mean, you know what? I once remember seeing a goat trample a boy in a pub garden and oh. it was scared the wits out of me. Oh. It was in Nottingham that had like a, it was one of those pubs that had like a few farmyard animals. I mean, what was yeah. going on? <laughs> Terrible idea. Oh. Because it wasn't like out in the sticks, it was in a city. And right. uh, it was on the climbing frame and this lad, I mean, a toddler was going up the steps to get to the top of the slide and a goat went up behind it and then walked over the toddler's back and then at the top, its hooves were going on its head. People had to intervene. Oh, right. Of course, the parents were drunk. I mean, it was just like, yeah. it was some sort of, I was only about six. Seven just sat there having um, some lemonade and a packet of salt yeah. and shake. Chris, I was just was so scared. I was just rooted to the spot. I didn't know how to intervene. <laughs> Brutal. Yeah. Why? Why combine farmyard animals and a pub, a pub garden? It seems completely unnecessary. Especially with children. I mean, have the animals surely in a, a, a generous pen and yes. allow the uh, drinkers to feed the animals within reason. Mm-hmm. But sure. mixing the yeah. two. No. Can't oh, end well. Goat carnage, yeah. Cannot be reasoned with. <laughs> I mean, have various dogs. I mean, when I, I had one the other day in the park. If you're walking your dog and if it's off the lead, especially if you've got like an Alsatian or a Doberman, it's going to yeah. scare other people. And you just saying, oh, he's fine, oh, yeah, isn't sorry. enough. Yeah, Get it under control. That. Get it on yeah. a lead now. Yeah. If I'm stood there for a second, oh, yeah. oh he's yeah. fine. Come on. You're like, you're not in control yeah. of it. Dogs mm. bite. Yeah. Oh, I'm I just using this platform to I couldn't rank. agree more. Put, just put it on a lead. If, oh, it's no. a, if it's a violent fighting dog, it should be on a lead at all time. Ideally muzzled, you know. Totally agree. Text us on eight. I mean, this has turned into uh, invective now. But if uh, text is your worst and indeed most disturbing experiences with animals. I mean, there's no doubt this is going to take some beating. This is from Genie in West London. 
Years ago, my best mate Avril and I, my best mate Avril was bitten by a horse on her breast. I said the whole thing. Went to the Hillington Hospital and it got worse. Not only did they stitch up her, the affected breast, the male nurse gave her a tetanus injection in her backside. She said, ouch, did I laugh? Yep. Genie in West London. Oh, wow. something from the purge. It's like the horses are getting involved. The animals can do what they want for 24 hours. That is horrific, isn't it? The whole thing in the horse's mouth. That's horrendous. I... I have a sort of fear of um, being kicked by a horse. I feel yeah. like it's a sort oh. of medium threat to me, even though I'm never near them. Oh, I just think, if I ever get near one, it's going to happen. Oh, I mean, yeah, they, they could, yeah, can do some serious damage, a horse's kick. Yeah. Even a donkey, even a donkey. Yeah. Have you ever been Stay kicked clear. by a horse or a donkey? <laughs> Text us on 8 12 15. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. James from Essex says, I was weed on by a horse and a cow and they have quite a large spray. <laughs> was this at the same time? Did they gang up on you? <laughs> they were both weeing right next to him. Wow. A weed on by a horse and a cow. I'm guessing they were separate incidents and that James yeah. is from an agricultural background. But yeah, was it at the same time? Yeah. I feel like we need to know more, James. Yeah, James, do you get in touch with additional information? Certainly, yeah. A horse and a cow, they have quite a large spray. So he seems like he was in the vicinity of them and accidentally got caught up in it yeah that feels also I mean he's actually said I was weeded on which I'm guessing is yeah. a, a, a um, <laughs> typo but yeah what are these horses and cows up to <laughs> breaking them all with their habits yeah, yeah, so yeah. Gav says I got peed on by Rufus the ferret at school <laughs> I mean the problem is is that that, that could just ferret. have been a, but that sounds like a nickname doesn't it for an actual oh, yeah. schoolboy here he is, uh, Rufus yes. the ferret. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and horrendous uh. smell, never buy a ferret, says Gav. Uh. I wasn't planning to, but Grim. for those of you out there uh, considering buying a ferret, Gav says, no, no. don't. <laughs> Put your money Watch towards out. a different beast. Yeah. Have you ever been tempted to buy a ferret, Dyson? <laughs> Certainly not, no. I just the thought of them crawling up your trouser leg has always freaked me out. Scary little things. <laughs> but uh, we've had some other ones as well on a similar note Annie QPR Annie uh, she got a weed on by her own dog at a food festival a porn. and people laughed at her and Wendy uh, was sneezed on by a camel uh, so, uh, yeah, no, not Wendy. Wendy's friend Mark was sneezed on by a camel in his face. Oh dear! <laughs> oh, <laughs> horrible! Disgusting! Oh, but also, great. whose own dog would weigh on them? I know, that's not That's on, the it? height of disrespect. Yeah, it is, it really is. That's your dog sending a message, surely. Surely no, that means something. I'm not an animal psychologist, but... Definitely, yeah. Certainly no treats after that one, I imagine. You're a man of dog, you understand them. What's yeah. your interpretation of it, Dr Dyson? It's, 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 it's some sort of threat, I think, you know. I, mean, I don't think... Or I don't think it likes the food. It generally comes to down to they don't like the food you're giving them. Really? That's what I find. With so if your dog wheezes yeah. on you, it's basically saying... Get me the I iron like stuff. Chum. <laughs> yeah, I want, I want some. Yeah, I want some raw food. Put some yeah. dry, put some meat in with the dry feed. Am I yeah, right? Do they exactly, put a wet to dry? Yeah. The dry stuff yeah, looks the, very boring. This is the only way they can communicate via urine. So that's what <laughs> <saying>. <laughs> oh well, um, the only maybe there's too many tangents off that. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. 
Well, what a show. And as always, some astounding stories from people's lives. Yeah. Oh, some some very strange tangents uh, related to the uh, the purge and food on the go. Uh, but uh, yeah, some very disturbing animal tales. And um, James in Essex getting weed on by a horse and a cow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like one started it and then the other one got involved. Uh, the other, like the cow came over and thought, oh, is this the wee trough, is it? I'll join in then. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's James from Essex. You know, getting back there. for constantly prodding me with that. Absolutely covered, poor lad. Or maybe the cow started. I don't want to cast aspersions on either no, species. No, yes, yeah. I don't know which one started it, but that's where we need more info, info from James. Really, Do maybe he was. Touch. I sort of picture him, you know, on a deck chair reading the paper or something. And then a horse yeah. comes up, starts weighing, and then the cow thinks, "I'll have a bit of that." Yeah, yeah, and then they just get completely hosed down by them. Uh, a grim. <laughs> I mean, I imagine. I mean, <laughs> without being too crude about this, sometimes. Um, first thing in the morning, it can go on for a while. I mean, imagine, I mean, yes. the phrase is, mm. like a horse. Yes, as in that's right. Yeah, Volume-wise, yeah. not size. I, I mean, yeah, I presume he just moved straight out of the spray. But what I'm saying is, I imagine a horse could wee for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want to be stuck there, would you? I mean, it would be. I imagine it would hurt. It'd be like being. It'd be like um, those hooligans who got water cannoned in Charleroi or wherever uh, it was. <laughs> Deck yes, chairs yeah. going everywhere. Yeah. Oh, crikey! The power, the power of the horse and the and maybe if they cross the streams to combine their two powerful sources <gasps> of urine, that would make one massive strong jet. God, yeah. Imagine, imagine if it was some sort of combined. Oh, thing. crikey, yeah, no wonder he can't forget it, yeah. Well, I mean, no other information from James about how it came about, sadly. We'll just have to fill in the blanks. I think we've already done that. I think the story yeah, that we've created yeah, is yeah. probably way more yeah. fantastical than what actually happened. Mm, yeah, um, you might be right. But thank you for downloading this. Tell everyone about it, share it on your socials, leave us a five-star review, write us a review about how much you like the show. I know we're kind of nudging you here, but it just helps other fans. Other people, look, if you're into it, people you know will be into it, and we want to just spread this joy. Yeah, spread the word, certainly. Yeah, that would be very nice if you could. If you've got a spare minute, that's all it takes. Yeah, and we've we've got a new catchphrase, so what's not to like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's rock and roll football with the two mats. But we don't get walked on. Hang on, what's, how does it go again? Yeah, but we're not to be walked okay. on. Okay, <laughs> that's not my end of the catchphrase, you see. I, I know, sort of checked yeah, yeah. out. I was just, <laughs> yeah, just seeing if you were on, up to speed with it. Okay, um, well, we're going to practice now. We'll catch you on the podcast next week where it's rock and roll football with the two mats. But we're not to be walked on. Great, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's going mm. off it already. Uh, yeah, I mean, w- walked over, perhaps, not to be walked over. We're not walkovers, perhaps. Like, we're no walkovers. I don't know. I think I'm overthinking this catchphrase. Let's go. Right, bye. <laughs>